I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. We said breakfast was too long ago. But I ain't even had breakfast. I ain't breakfast when I went to sleep. I wanted to remember I was going to eat. I'm not breakfast when I sleep. I ain't, um, I've not even eaten, bro. Oh! Never look. What am I doing here? Go there, What, down here? Yeah, there is. Um, I am fasting by accident because technically I didn't eat dinner. What time did I eat dinner? Wait, what did I have for dinner? Eh. What was I doing yesterday? Oh my god. This doesn't sound good. To oh, me. yeah. Oh, I went to I went to eat with Hanif and that. Um, so Shout what time Hanif. was that? Was that was about seven? That was about nah. That was about eleven o'clock. It is currently one forty-seven. One forty-seven. So I am fasting by accident. Excuse me. Down to my regular listeners here at HC, as you will probably remember, a couple of weeks ago, or maybe a month ago now, I also came here eating four seasons, speaking about it being my first meal of the day. And Chucky ridiculed me. Right. Which means he's actually eating later than I did because I brought my food here. Yeah. His food is not here. here. Yeah, it's not. This doesn't feel right. And you know what? I'm probably not going to eat until about 3.30 today. Yeah, I know. That is crazy, actually. Huh? What do you mean what? Nah. I don't even know what Lorenzo's is. Do you know what you should order? There's a Brazilian spot near my house. If you were near my yard, that's what I'll be getting <coughs> you right now. You have to. Oh, is no, it? Oh, you have man. to. He just orders this. The no, j- you have joint. to. Listen, this is what I've realised, Jay. In the past three months, phone? maybe it's something new. You can't keep a routine in your day where everything's the same. The routine can be the same, but mix something up. Now, as we know, so you say you just go my the- chef is Uber Eats. No, I've just... No, I don't want... Don't order me nothing, but it's all right. But what are you going to order me anyway? What are you going to order? You're going to go for something safe and simple. Take a risk. Mix it up. You might learn something. These are like gourmet... So you go on Uber Eats now and just like... Filipino food. It's cold. Have you been there before? Yeah. So you're not mixing it up. Now, for me... It's not for me. It's for him. 
Um, him has a name. Chucks. Thank you. Gaffer. Oh, that feels better. Wait, okay. I'm trying to. Coleslaw, pinoy jerk sauce. That sounds crazy. What but do you know what? I don't trust people from Philly making so will you, jerk sauce. Will you just go on? It's cold, it's cold, it's cold. Well, I want it warm. Yeah, it'll come warm. Okay. What's that? Do, do you want it? What's no. that? He wants to get jerk chicken from Philly, people from Philly. From Philly? No, he never said it was jerk chicken. It's grilled burnless, grilled chicken thighs with pinoy jerk sauce. It's so it's chicken with jerk sauce? It's superb. But, but is it chicken with jerk sauce? It's got... There's, yeah. So there's chicken with jerk sauce. What do we call that? I promise you. No, but it's not because. But it's not jerk chicken. Okay. No, that's better. I call that's that colonization. Chicken with jerk sauce. And look where I've just come from, or it looks like prison. But you should arrest them. I don't like that. that. You need that pimento for the real jerk. What's pimento? Yeah. It's the wood. Yeah. What wood? Pimento wood. Yeah. What's that? Am I lying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is that? It's a tree that's specific. It's in Jamaica. It's a tree. It is. It's a pimento. So tree. why have they got jerk? This is my whole thing. Why have they got jerk? And you want to chuck jerk inspired? Jerk inspired. Nah, man. Big man. Big man. Could you make dancehall in Poland? I'm not helping them out right now. I promise I'm not helping them out. But their food. I'm I sorry, never does. eaten jerk inspired food. No. I'll tell you that now. No. It's either jerk or it's not. No. You know what? I'll have a drink to that. Not that I need an excuse. Yeah. Do you know what? Bus one open. I know, yeah, yeah, that one was a bit, that was a bit, that was a bit. That was well, we're bit. over here, but not on that subject, okay. but I know what you meant. Yeah. I want to give champagne to my friend <laughs> because he's gone crazy this year. So we have to give three bottles for three crazy things to me. Yeah. Let's go with the first bottle. It feels right. Do you mind uh, handing it over for me? I don't want to get up too much. The outfit's oh. too crazy. Let them stay and look at it. The first bottle <laughs> for me yeah. is for the progression <laughs> the success and the fun that I've experienced and witnessed from R&B slow jams. This is too mad. It used to just be London. Now we're out of London. Yeah. Maybe we'll go in Paris next. Until then, can we hand this over to Chucky and say, sensational. My brother, love. Yeah, man. The second one for me was recent. Didn't see it coming. Hopefully I don't see things coming. That yeah. doesn't feel right. It feels like a why. But this situation that manifested from the man that was previously there, a man called Ace, he's given it in. He said goodbye. Mm. You begin to wonder, who's going to hand over from Ace? Because he's a king. We need a second king. Usually there ain't two kings. In this case, there was a box of cards. And the second king was Chucky. He is now the R&B individual at one extra. Right this then. feels right. Yes. Second one for Chucky, please. Yes. This yes. feels right to me. Hey, my chargey. To me. Now, there's something that I feel people do. They show a lack of consistency when things are on the trajectory. Mm. So when the brand gets bigger, all of a sudden the foundation ain't there. So when the trajectory, because of the wonderful things you're doing up here, disappear, all of a sudden when you fall, there's no one to save you. No. Why Chucky feels safe is because he's never left his foundation. No I wanna give way! This bottle of Moet for the HC Pro Pump yes! podcast, the progress, the yes! things we're gonna do next year. Yes. The third bottle of champagne to say, Chucky, this is this your is year. My dear, Patrick, bro. this is your year. Patrick, Patrick this is your year. Oh, I have to say, that. it's been absolutely nah, incredible to witness. Can we get some glasses? We can got some cups as well. Cups, right? Me, me. It has to, Chucky, you've just gone mad. You've gone absolutely crazy. Brother, it has been 
Uh, uh, oh gosh, what a year, bro. Brother, this is like a pregnancy that was happening for 11 months. It's overdue. And that's why I feel good. Should we start with the one extra? Why not? So I didn't see it coming. Oh! I didn't see it coming. So it was a surprise to you as well? Yeah, I mean- Feels right. It, I guess- I've got Henny. This is a story, this, this, there's, there's a light story to tell in this. Come on, tell it. Um, I've lightly told this before to anyone who's been watching this for a long period of time. They would know elements of this, yeah. But at one point, like DJ, before podding and stuff like that, DJing and that was just my thing, yeah. Talking about music, hold on one second. Yeah, come Chase! One bang, bing. Yeah, um, feels right. When you're, oh, Chaser as well, lovely. I've got Chasers, I've got a little <laughs> bit of Henny. I, did, I was going to get more Henny, but I thought, Jesus Christ, it is a bit early. We're going to walk out here, mash up. Um, yeah, that's cool, yeah. But Jackie <laughs> said that's cool. Um, yeah, so do you know what? So obviously, travelling around, trying to make a, a name for myself, doing the, for doing the music have a, thing. Have a drink, I'll go have the Henny. As you were, my guy. Just like travelling around, just trying to just create a name for myself, doing the DJ thing or whatever. And... Um, and one extra was a really big thing for me because I really wanted it so bad. I wanted to be on one extra so bad at the time, yeah? Um, and with that, like one of the things that I was doing was I was trying to do everything I possibly could for them to notice me. Um, so, you know, I talked about a lot about um, this, what, giving out the CDs and stuff like that. I had two CD, at first I had one CD duplicator. Um, that CD duplicator would burn seven CDs in two minutes, yeah? And so then I found out a wholesalers in Leighton. So I'd buy like a few thousand CDs and I would just sit there and burn seven CDs in two minutes until I got to a, a few thousand, which would take me ages, yeah? And so anytime One Extra would do an event, whether it be One Extra Live, whether it be just any type of One Extra thing that they were doing, I'd give out my, my mixes to people that was there, to their listeners, but also it was a part of, a part of the plan was them seeing me doing it. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Meet, like, the, meet the person in the flesh. Yeah, but also it's like, who is this guy who's constantly out here just giving out his CDs and That's that? That's like, so true. Do you get what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm, and I'm meeting people in the process. So like, I'm meeting producers, I'm meeting, I knew some of the DJs and whatever else. So it's like, they are seeing me working, but the also the sick side of it is that their listeners are getting my mixes and they're enjoying the thing. So I was, bro, I drove... I got my brethren to drive me all the way to Birmingham one time when they had something up there too. I'm going up there with thousands of them, bro, and just giving them out, giving them out, giving them out. And I remember... And this is at the time when people, just so we're clear, yeah. we appreciated that mix CD. Yeah, and you were, 100. See, when you come out of the dance and you had a mix CD to listen to on the way home to mm. continue your local vibe. Yeah. Woo! iTunes before iTunes. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly Spotify that. before Spotify. Exactly that. And also I understood the marketing element of it as well with like putting my BB on it and my BB pin, putting my face oh, on it and stuff like that. come on, sucks, man. So, so anyway. So your BB, I, sorry to cut you. My BB, BB was going mad. Oh. My BB was going mad. Oh, when's the next one? When's the next one? When's the next one? So, so anyway, every once in a while, I'd get like a call up to, you know, 
um, do like a, a mix on there, so like a pre-recorded mix, go and give them one or whatever. I remember one time Tim Westwood called, like he was doing this thing with DJs where he would just bring up like three DJs or whatever and just be chatting to them. It was just like a little 15 minute segment or whatnot. Bro, I'd go there, the phones would like, people would just be hitting up the thing like, oh, Chuck's here, no, I've got a CD or whatever else, yeah. And I always remember, even Westwood said one time, it's like, like everyone's calling out for you, man. I don't understand why you don't have a show, yeah. But I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is my plan. Like, I'm trying yeah, to get yeah, it. You yeah, get yeah. what you I'm saying? But nothing, nothing. It's okay. Are you okay with that? We just stole my tinsel. It's okay. Do you want it? I want you to sit man just took the t- Man just took the tinsel, for, just it's for okay. people who are listening. It he just took the tinsel and just decided to do, do what he is? wanted with it. It's, do you know what it is? Chucky's telling us, so no, 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 I want you to leave it now, please. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's too just, late it's now. Just, it's too late. As you were, Chucks. So then, so anyway now, but still nothing was happening. Yeah, nothing was happening. Um, Delisa, I got in touch with Delisa, or Delisa got in touch with me, I can't remember. She was a producer at the time. Um, and she was like really just like an advocate of trying to get me onto the radio station. I just knew bare people there, but nothing wasn't ever happening. Then anyway, I remember they were doing something called One Extra Talent, yeah? Where they would have a DJ on for a month. So they do four shows. Um, it, within that month. It was just kind of just to showcase new talent or whatever. And bro, it, it felt as though every DJ got the call up to do it, but me. I never got a call. And um, I never got mad. I just didn't, I, I didn't know what it was. I just thought, you know. How did it, you feel though, be honest? I was disheartened. Yeah. I, was disheartened. I wasn't mad, I was just disheartened. And then CJ Beats rang me one day. He was doing an R&B show on One Extra. And he rang me and he goes to me, Chucks, have you had a call up to do extra talent yet? And I was like, nah. Then he was like, this is crazy. Cause they're about to stop it. They're literally about to stop doing doing it, yeah? Let me try and see if I can get you to do one or do one of the last ones. <coughs> so I was like, cool, <coughs> appreciated it. He connected me with somebody, whatever. And I remember I did it in July, yeah? In a, on a, uh, it was the month of July. And I went into this year, Poe, no word of a lie, very insecure. Serious? Yeah, very insecure. Is it off the, sorry to cut you, is it off the back of the fact that you never got the call and it took someone else to call you up and you were trying to get their yes, attention the whole time? and bearing okay. in mind, like, I'm cutting this story short. This has been going on for years. Okay. So it's not like a six month, this was like a thing that I was trying to pursue for such a long time, yeah? So I'm thinking to myself, do you know what? Maybe I actually, I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not. Because, you know, if I'm here doing all of this work and stuff like that and I'm not getting this call up, I'm, maybe I'm just not good enough, you know what I mean? So anyway, I'm doing this now to prove to myself more than yeah. anything, bro, more than anything, whether I was good enough. Bro, when I tell you I prepared, I prepared, but I prepared in a way where I was still gonna be myself though. I didn't wanna like sound like I'm overly reading anything. I wanted to sound like clean, the way I was dropping smooth, tunes, whatever, smooth, sounds. and just the way that I was, yeah? But I did my first show, the producer that was with me said to me, he was like, bro, I don't understand how you don't have a show. Like, this is crazy. So I finished my last one and I'll never ever forget, bro. I left there and I thought to myself, I don't, I'm not focusing on radio anymore. I'm gonna just create my own thing. Which was then I went home and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do a radio show from home. I'd already knew the value of the culture that I was in. You know, that this was at a time where all the rappers and MCs and whatnot was just all just cutting through, just trying to do their thing. So they, they were looking for any opportunity to talk about 100%. stuff. 100%. You get what I'm saying? So I did, had this, sec, this segment called Phone Check, 
where I just like chat to a man for 10 minutes. I spoke to Kano, I spoke to G Fresh, I spoke to Sib, I spoke to bare people, yeah. Everyone in there come up and whatnot. And then that was how I did the Wiley thing, which ended incredible. up being a whole, yeah. So talking to Wiley for ages. And then that's the one I shouted you and I was like, you know what, we should do something. And then we started this, yeah. which then became now, again, radio wasn't on my mind. It was like, we've got a pod. Let's just try and make this as big as possible and do our own thing yeah. and just talk about music and talk about stuff and just, you know what I mean? And just, let's just, just have fun with it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And so over the years, I'd like, I was still DJing. I remember I was still like doing some tour DJing. I was still doing some bits and pieces or whatever. But I, st I always started to think to myself, you know what, the DJing element of it, I want to do because I want to do it, not because I have to do it. Makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Makes like, sense. Perfect Now, sense. I have a personality that I can showcase, talk about stuff, build, and I can build our own, t we can build our own thing can and we just, just make it. something? Your personality has now been showcased to a load of people. Yeah. You don't now have a personality. Continue. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. Thank you. So, so now, like, th this had just become about building the pod and knowing that, you know, the more that this penetrates, the more opportunities that will come off the back of this, but this is ours though. hundred. Do you get what I'm saying? 100. This is ours. And um, as years went on, obviously, management changed over there, things changed, whatever. And then it, the conversations were coming up again. Have you ever thought about doing radio? I'm like, I'm just not even interested in doing radio right now. Like, I just want to build the pod. If I am going to do radio, I think maybe later on down the line, I'd like to do some type of talk radio. But um, I, I just don't know. So then M Manny Norte hit me and one time and he was like, oh, you should, have you ever thought about doing it? He was thinking about leaving Capital at the time. And he was like, maybe you should just go and just do like a pilot to see if it ignites something in you. And I was like, yeah, but I also was in, in the mindset of like now, this isn't gonna be a thing where uh, a radio station comes to me and I just jump to the opportunity. Mm. I have to like, I, I, I almost built this motto in my, my head, which I heard someone else say, and it just stuck with me. It was like, a move has to be impactful or substantial. That was like something that. that just stayed stayed in my head, yeah. If I'm making a move, is it impactful? If not, is it substantial? And what how do we what does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. Um so I'm like, at the time, I don't think it's impactful or substantial. But you know what? I'm a music man. I love talking about music. Let me go and see. So I did it, and it still didn't ignite much over uh. there. It didn't ignite much, but <coughs> it was a thought in my mind. And every time I kept seeing Farron, who's um, head of One Extra, Shout and he's always Farron. like, Farron's like, Chucks, Chucks, let's talk. Let's talk, Chucks, let's talk, let's talk. And I'm like, you know, I'll go and talk with him. And we always have really good conversations, like always have really good. And, and you know, like, if I'm being honest, it's like, I got to a point where I felt like, I don't know if I want to do this, but if I, w if I am going to do it, I would like to do it with you. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I do you hear know that. what I'm saying? Like, I like you. I actually hate that, but I love that at yeah, the same time. Yeah. I hate when I don't want to do something, but then someone that works there is so cool. I'm like, I hate the fact that you're changing my mind. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I hate the yeah. fact that you're changing my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair so we, we, just, we just talked and talked and talked. And then like, I think um, I started, I was doing uh, like a couple of shows 
where it was um, like R&B chill. They got something called R&B chill. Yeah. I did it with Taser. Yeah. And I thought, ah, oh, this feels good. You know what I mean? Yeah, and is. then like we were doing, the way that we were doing it was, we would just do the links and then we would leave. But then one of the times I was like, I don't want to do the links like that. I want to be over where the deck is. I want to be firing off the songs and I want to just be talking like how I would do it. And when I did that, I was like, yeah, do you know what? I, I like it again. Like, oh, is girls, it? Like, start, yeah, I'm starting to feel it. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, yeah, like maybe, maybe at some point, still not now though, still not now, at some point. And, and then again, the conversation started to advance a little bit more. And I'm not going to lie, I'll be honest, like, I had conversations with trusted minds, people that had worked there before, a couple of people that works with, people that understand this side of it, yeah? Yeah. I'll tell you some names off the thing. Come on. But, um, I was like, at the moment, at the moment, I don't know if this is impactful or substantial. Am I missing something? Is there something that I, I should be considering though? And each person sent me like a really, really good message of, certain things that I would be would be good to consider, yeah? And I looked at them and I thought, you know what? For my long-term goal of like a few things that I want to achieve, this is actually a good opportunity. And I know what some of them are. And they're not for here. These are personal conversations me and you have somewhere else. I'm like, I won't always talk about my long-term goals. But also I think that there's like a part of like an unfinished business do you know what I mean? For me, where it's like, this is something that I've wanted for such a long time. I stopped wanting it. But now I got to a place again where I started to want it again. I started to want it again. And I wanted, and I started to have this desire in my mind where it was like, what does it look like for me to be the best version of myself being a music man over there? And that excites me, bro. Like, it really excites me. And also, on top of that, can I be honest? It feels like a win because it feels like a win for perseverance. It feels like a win for determination. It feels like a win for, you know, like, keeping your head down and just doing your thing and doing it your way. Do you know what I mean? Like, now I'm at a place, I'm going there under different circumstances. I think if I would have went there early on, all with, with all due respect to the team and everything else or whatever, I'm going there and I'm molded in a way of how radio traditionally was back then. But now I'm going there as Chucky Beat online. Chucks, my guy. Chucky online. And that means something, bro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm excited, bro. And I can also, uh, can I also apologize to the producer that hit me up asking for a voice note for Chucky? Um, yeah. Do you have to understand this one thing? I work for me. <laughs> and I will work alongside people that are working with my friends. Mm. But it needs to be a proper job. Yeah. So now that my friends are DJ over there, you can yeah. ask me for anything. I'll do right. it all. I like Snoochie Shy, I was eh, 100% doing it. But when it's just a little feature thing or something, nah, man, I'm not on that. It needs to be certified. certified. Mm. The people that I associate myself with are certified. <coughs> they should be in the building. So, and BBC, one thing I'll say about BBC One Extra in comparison to other radio stations, I don't know facts and figures. I have no clue. But for personal, for me, they've always had my respect off the back of having certified individuals in the building that I have respect for. Yeah. So if you have those individuals in the building, 
then I know there's a chance. Yeah. If none of those products are in the building, then there's not a chance I'm willing to even listen. That's yeah. for me. Do you know where I'm coming from? So you going over there, you going over there doing R&B, being um, them giving themselves that opportunity. I wouldn't say them giving you that opportunity. That is what excites me because then I go, oh, so what else can happen then? Yeah. Because that's meant to, that's the right move about anyone. Like everyone sees that's the most obvious and correct move. Mm. And you did it. Yeah. That I don't usually see that. I usually see a predictable move or I usually see this is good for the brand move. I never mm. usually see this is the appropriate move. Yeah. So I was happy. It's like when I saw like Logan Summer on Kiss for doing Grime, mm. that's an appropriate move. That's mm. the time I had to listen to Kiss. I listen to Logan Summer, 100%. Yeah, of course. So I like good specialist DJs in certain areas because it makes me go, at least you care about that genre of music. Do you yeah, know where I'm yeah, coming yeah, from? Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. That's you know, good. I will, um, Shout out Farron, man. Farron, Farron, you're a good man. We got Farron. Good, there good, was good also man. just like elements of reassurance too, just to remind them I do a podcast. It is very, very, very important to me. It is incredibly important to me. And in that is a style in how we pod. Now, me personally, I'm probably not the most, um, I wouldn't say I'm like the most outlandish, but I've got opinions, I've got things. I've got things that I wanna express and I wanna, I wanna make sure that I am able to express them whenever I wanna express them. And I had the reassurance that that was gonna be fine. So I'm like, yeah, okay, then it works. Cause I don't want my, if there's one thing, to, if I'm being honest with you, I don't want my, cut, my tongue cut off, bro. Nah. Um, I think it just works out very well that obviously I'm not a person who comes on my pod and starts saying, yo, do you know what? F all of this and that. But you know what? Sometimes I have some questions. You get what I'm saying? And you're next sometimes to someone like me. Sometimes, it's, uh, <laughs> sometimes there's certain conversations that need to be had and I will always have them. And I think that is, um, that is an important thing because you know what, bro? At the end of it, at the end of it all, whether I am at One Extra or the BBC or not, one thing's for certain, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here. Even, it, even I go as far as like with the R&B events, I love it. And like, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that we want to do with that. But let's just say for, the, for whatever reason, like whatever unfortunate reason, it can't happen. Do you know where I'm going to be? Right here, right here. There's nothing that can take that away at all. So I think it's very important, like, in, every, in whoever I'm working with, whoever I'm working with, the water has to be, the plant has to be watered. Bro, try know when any time I was doing any type of work, I had the four or five things that no matter what, I'm dude, you can catch me there. You yeah. can always catch me with Vooch. Yeah. You'll always catch me with the Filthy Fellas. Right. The Vibber team, you know I'm over there. Yeah. You'd always catch me at the Gasworks mm -hmm. and you always catch me at Chucky. Mm -hmm. And I think once you have your foundation, at any point, if you feel lost, that is how you find yourself. Yeah. So that's why people at home that are seeing Chucky doing these things and thinking to themselves, I can do it too. You can. You just can't do what Chucky done. Right you have then. to do what you have to do. Right then. Chucky's journey is unique. Right. He didn't beg no friend. No. He said to himself, you know what? Oh, what? I can't get into the building now. 
you know what? I don't even want to be in the list. Don't, it's all right. I'm, I'm phoning too much people to get on guest list. I'll just do my thing. Yes. And now the people that run the whole party, they contacted him. They said, we want you on guest list. Plus five. Now we can bring five people. Yeah. Before he couldn't even go by himself. Strongly. He, has, he was someone's plus one. So you have to ask yourself in life. That's fact. Do you want your name on the list? Or are you just happy being a plus one? Yeah, yeah facts. And I never, I never moaned. You know. I remember when, like, when everyone was getting, when it was, it seemed as though, you know, a lot of um, opportunities were getting passed. I remember at the time, uh, I went and I did. This was years ago. Again, this was in the time when I'm trying to do the radio thing and whatnot. And Capital was turning, was going from Choice FM to Capital, mm. so they was trying out a lot of um, DJs and presenters or whatever. And I went over there. I tell this story all of the time. I'm sorry. The, the, the management team is changed now. But I remember going over there, they're like, yeah, cool, we want you to do a pilot or whatever. So I'm like, the, the guy has hit me because he's heard me on Bang Radio. I'm over at Bang Radio doing my thing, playing Shout rhythms. Shout out Radio, I was there. Yeah, big, yeah. Okay, what episode? Right, yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, come on. Doing my thing now. The guys hit me and said, yeah, what, see what you do there. I want you to do that uh, like on the pilot. Like, Come over, prepare, and then just do it. Do that. I'm like, cool. I've gone there. He wasn't there. It was just some next on. He's like, and he's giving me a piece of paper. He's like, yeah, man, I want you to read from this. But I'm like, oh, I've prepared a whole- Other show? Yeah, a whole other show where I'm going to spruce introducing new tunes, doing a specialist thing, whatever. He's hitting me with this daytime thing. So it's like introducing like Akon and whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. So anyway, I've like, I'm reading from the piece of paper, he's firing off the jingles and this, and I'm like, you know, coming up next, boom, 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 boom. Then he's like, nah, mate, he go, oh, bro, I swear if I'm lying, I'm dying, bro. The man said to me, no, don't, don't talk like that, mate. Talk a little bit like this. Like say, say, um, uh, Rihanna, we got Rihanna coming up next upon the replay. That's how he's talking, bro. This is how he's talking to me. This used to be Choice FM, right? Now we're going to Capital and he's telling me to talk like this, bro. He's telling me to talk like that. So I'm standing there now and I'm like, I feel the frustration, bro. I'm standing there and I'm thinking, but here where, here's where it got worse, yeah? Crazy. I'm standing there doing this. And I'm like, this is not for me. Like, even if they offer me this, I can't do this. No. I can't, I can't die doing this. Like, I can't have a career suicide doing this because one day when my thing becomes cool, the way that I want to do it, I'm going to be dead with this thing. And there ain't no one going to believe me when it's time to do what I naturally do. So I can't do that. Anyway, we was in the lift, yeah? And um, it was me, him, and then like some other guys, a producer guy, whatever. And they're talking about like two DJs who have never done radio before, yeah? And they're like, um, they're just talking about it. They're just like, yeah, we're, like, we've got him on, like we're gonna give him shows. They just need like, they need a little bit of, um, uh, like a little bit of tweaking and stuff like that. But yeah, like we're really happy. We're gonna, like, we're gonna give them the shows and whatever. And I just thought, Wait, what if I, these guys have never done radio before. They've never stepped into a studio before. I knew this as a certified fact. I knew that as not an opinion, as a certified fact. I've been here for a few years, in and out of these studios, trying stuff, giving out CDs, doing everything, tr building a name for myself, keeping my head down, not moaning, not doing, just trying to connect the right dots and, and, nothing is happening and i'm just hearing these guys right next to me in the lift tell me they said he's never even done radio before but they're giving him a show and i'm like i don't know what to do but it's cool i can't be bitter 
I'm just going to just do my thing. I'm just going to find a way and I'm just going to do my thing. And if there's one thing I've learned, delay is not denial, bro. Delay is, delay not, is denial. not denial, bro. I, I will get there. A hundred percent. And remember, Central C didn't fall in line. Right. What does that mean, Paul? They were asking Chucky to fall in line. The man that made Capital clearly didn't fall in line. So everyone had to fall in line to what he wanted. Mm. So Chucky said, I want to be like Capital. I want everyone at one point to fall in line to what I'm saying. So that way when I move, I can move to the sound of my drum. Mm. And I just think from hearing this story right here, it just seems like to me in my mind, this is me going left by the way, you know I like to go left. We're almost trained to fall in line. Mm. And then the moment someone goes, now I want to do it like this. And it doesn't affect anybody else and they are prosperous with it. Everyone falls in line with them. And it sounds like them DJs, they were talking in the lift, <coughs> were two examples of people that did it their way also. Mm. And everyone fell in line that way. But at that time, you wasn't the Chucky you are today. Yeah. So therefore, now you have to fall in line to what Capital say. And then some producer that has no idea of who Chucky is, where he's come from and what he is about, now tells him what to do to fall in line so you can have a little job here. Mm. Not to have the job here, to have a little job here. Yeah. A replaceable job. Yeah. People, we don't fall in line no more mm. unless we're idiots. All of you lot fall in line. We don't want you lot running the country. Strongly. Joe Biden is now out of very soon and they're trying to bring the rock in. So I'm just saying we don't want that. We want people like Chucky who don't fall in line, do it their way, and years later are doing R&B on BBC One Extra. Nah, it's man. Big up. Big up. Um, lo love to One Extra for for um, for connecting these dots and like pursuing that. Big up Farron every time. Farron's big. Up big up Ace as well. You know what I mean? Ace, Ace has been there from the beginning. Ace, Ace was been, over there with Viz. Ace has been there, yeah. And big up Ace, big up Viz. Big I spoke Viz. to Viz on the phone um, uh, about this as well, yeah. This was a little bit before. And like, he gave me, he's a really good speaker, you know, Viz is. And he's got a very interesting perspective too. And so I spoke with him. Um, but I'm disappointed if you and Posty add Mimi. Because all now, all now, it hasn't dropped. What's going on? So. And you don't understand. I, you, Wait, I love you. When did you they free. announce this N uh, NFT arting? When did they announce that? The five years ago. So where is it? I don't know. Five years ago. You know what I mean? But they I, took a flipping picture, bro. Brother. They took a. I'm picture. just saying. Just don't disappoint me. I love you lot. You lot are the best, bro. Please just drop it. But as, as you were, as you were. Have saying. they done it? Have they recorded anything yet? I, yeah. Uh, I shouldn't. I, how are you? Oh, it's one of them ones. Come on. Because uh, I was just about to ring Mimi or Viz. Honestly. And you know Mimi can chat, um, but uh, but yeah, like big big up big up um, big up Delisa as well. Even though Delisa isn't there anymore, she hasn't been there for a long time. Delisa has all been a godsend for my career, man. Like in in regards to just um, being an advocate, do you know what I mean? And being encouraging, she really she really tried, and even when she moved, she always still shouted me. Yo, I got this. Do you want to do that? I got this. Do you want to do that? Do you want to host this? Do you want to like? I feel the love. And th those things like the they love, go man. a long way sometimes when you are, when you're trying to cut through, especially when you're a bit unsure, especially when you go through those moments, yeah, where you do feel a little bit like, mm, like am I good enough? Like, what, like, what, where, where? How do I, how do I see myself fitting in? Like, you start the all of these things start playing in your mind a little bit. Well, they did for me. 
for moments. So, like, those little things go a long way. I spoke to CJ Beats the other day, and he was like, bruv, like, I'm a super smidgen in, in the story. But I'm like, you don't even understand what that phone call did at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, the real. fact that he said, bro, he didn't need to do that. But he said, right, like, I'm seeing you hustling, bruv. You not had the, like, oh, don't worry, I'm going to pattern that for you. Because that there, then lead it. I mean, I was going to probably do what I was going to do anyway. But... That day, I, I remember leaving the studio. I remember doing the last show, walking out, going towards the lift, thinking to myself, this is not a thought in my mind anymore. I'm gonna do my own thing, because I know that I can do it. Do you know the strength of doing, sorry to go left again, so everyone, just go left with me, let's go left. The strength in doing the right thing is you never know how the person's gonna reciprocate it, because mm. you don't know where they are in their life. That's why I say just do the right thing regardless. Whether it's for someone that is overprivileged and probably doesn't need it, or someone that isn't so much. Do the right thing. Look at Chucky today. Yeah. All of these significant people in the story that didn't even realise what they were doing. Look what it's made today. Yeah. Chucks, honestly, I think you're sensational. Honestly, I think you're bloody sensational. From the time I met you, in a leather jacket that weren't leather. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Holes underneath the armpit as well. Yeah. And he didn't like me. I always let people know. But then I, that was more me than anybody yeah. else, as you know. Um, and let's be clear, it was only for a day. But it was, most importantly, my fault. It was only for a day. When we started walking towards the train station, I thought, you know, he's all right, Ella. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> poets coming, whatever, taking over everything, talking loud. Can't, no one can't say nothing. Nope. And he's right a lot of the time. Hated it. Um... But then when we all left, we all left together and we walked to the to King's Cross train station, innit? And we just caught all the vibe. And I'm like, nah, he's all right still, you know? He's just a madman. He's all right. It's just nice, I hate get along gang. I hate that. Yeah. Always hated it. Cause I know we're not all friends. So let's just find out what it is. Cause on camera, it'll be much better. Big up to um, Ara as well though, because I always remember, see like you had a really big personality. Um, Snips was always really like, um, just that proper hip hop head, basically, proper. who just didn't want to hear anything else. And then even like <laughs> Teeth, even Teeth, like incredible yeah, human. He was very sick. Arrow used to always say to me, like, you know, when you find your bit, like, go for it, bro. Like, speak up and just be like, be animated at times. He used to say that to me, like, listen, Arrow was definitely he's a very significant people, a significant person, and a lot of people's story yeah. that were coming up. He was one of the first people I saw that understood. When I used to say, people used to be like, do you want to be a presenter? I'm like, nah, I just want to be poet. Right. And people used to be like, what does that mean? I'm like, oh, Arrow was one of the first people that I said it to and understood fully what I meant. Yes. He was like, yeah, I get that. And I was like, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I said it with, in my mind, to be defensive. Like, if the next thing is I'm going to have to defend myself. Yeah. I never knew the next, but I didn't know what to do at that part now. I've yeah. never been in this position where someone agrees with me. So yeah, for a period of time, Arrow, anything Arrow asked, I would have done until yeah. you went over to the sun. Yeah. And we know what you've done. You know what you've done. <laughs> but I've forgiven. And I know you're angry at me. I know your brother's angry at me. But I love you both. And one thing I don't like no more, we're leaving it in 2023, is manipulation. If you've done something wrong, say my bad, we move forward. Right, okay. We're not going to try and pretend that I've done something wrong. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not. Hey, keep me out of this one. <laughs> we're not going to pretend like, that, man. I love you guys. You know I love you guys. But I'm just... <laughs> I've just got a loud mouth. And I just, 
I'm emotional. When I don't like something, when it's wrong, yeah, no my team. No, I reached out to him still on uh, the, co- the conversation with, with, with Harry, yeah. And then um, with Harry, Harry was not... But just for people who d- don't know what we're talking about, the Harry jump off. Yeah, Harry and Ara, they did something called a jump off. We talk about it every once in a while here. Very it important. Big, it was so important. So important. You what can never write off what it did. Um, the amount of people that they helped. You're talking about Pro Green, massive... It was, um, a, it was, a, it was a live showcased night yeah where in the beginning it would be um it was so the crowd would be around sort of in a circle and they would do what two on twos or one on one basketball um they would do a producer battle they'd do a dance battle then they would do a rap battle which was like crazy yeah that was what everyone was kind of there for professor green came out of that enough people was there uh, manny shorty blitz as well i think was djing but i think manny was mainly the dj and then they had like fun elements like pillow fight and this, that and donut eating and all kinds of shit. Yeah. And you take a look and the thing is it was a good space for people in the creative field at that time to come and interact with loads of different individuals yeah. Yeah. at different levels in their career. Yeah. So Maya Jammer was there very early on. You mm-hmm. see what she's come on to be. Jade Avia was there early on. I remember when she was um, doing her thing. Yeah. So like there was loads Estelle, of people. Estelle was there from early. Estelle. Like, I still used to go there. So, like, there's loads of people that were in and out of that situation that have gone on to do extremely well. And I think Jump Off was an integral part of this whole thing. Anyway, just like I said, if this thing's a film, there are certain situations and people that are integral members in this film and Jump Off are. Yeah. So but obviously Harry and Ara, I met you, you know what you did, when we did. You stop, know what stop you it, did. Man. What do you stop mean? It. No, I've got the rest to say this. You know what you've done, man. Just, why hey, can't, stop when it, you see it. me out, stop giving just me dirty Just shout him. Just shout him. I have. And they want to do this dirty look. People like Call him, man. Nope. Stop doing all of that. Stop bro. playing off the poet narrative. All right. Okay, no stop, bro. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm um, saying, Chucky. You need variety on the pod. It can't be all nice. Nah, Sometimes we need a bit of anarchy. Disruption. Yeah. I met Hanif as well, who's um, at the jump off. That's where I met him. Me is that you met Hanif? Yeah, yeah. Me and Benny. We worked for Hanif. Hanif, by the way, for people that know, certified concert promoter. It's my, basically my business partner now. I've known him for a long time. We do he, the, we do the R and B thing together. Um, Someone was bigging him up to me the other day. He's a he's Great a he's a low say, key man. G, but he's just a wicked guy, bro. This year, personally, which is a not, this is all not for here. He has just been incredible for me um, this year. But that, your phone's going off. Come on, I'm it's not, me. You know, if it's Steve, I'm not even trying to do all of that. If it's who? Steve. Arrow. Listen, no. <laughs> he's phone already. <laughs> um, but yeah, me and me and Betty Scar used to work for him. We used to do. He had the unis on Smash, so we used to go and do like flyering and that back then and whatnot, like outside some of the unis and whatever. Nah, listen, shout out, Hanif. Do you know what I know? People have got a lot of respect for you as well. Let's stick with Hanif and Del. And I'm, I've met Del on various different times anyway, but sometimes I know I'm the type of individual, I meet so much people, it's very difficult for me to even remember where I've met them or so on and so forth. So the energy I might show might be a little bit confusing. Every time I see Del, the love she shows me, I know a lot of it is to do off the strength of you. Mm. Hanif, I've gone into a dance. I need a juice. The bar's crazy. Next you know, I've got a bottle. Why? Yeah, Hanif. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? This is because of Chucky. Again, echoing how much of a certified G you are, my guy. Nah, man, love, man. And love every time for just being, like, you know what I mean? Just being supportive and just, like, you know, we're supporting each other in it. So, you know, we're just going to continue 
to create some more moments, build up the podcast and that. Maybe a live show. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Just, just, just respond to the that. bloody message. Oh, yeah, man. Nah. Shall I do it now? What did he say? Uh, well, I said the date. I said, I'm cool with that. I said, I phoned you. He said the you. date? Yeah, I phoned you. We got a date, everybody. We got a date. Wait. Pause. Wait, see. Nah. We got Big a date. Man, you don't tell me when to not pause. Good morning, sir. Good morning. February. So he says wait, wait, you wasn't you wasn't um cu- cut the date the month the month out. Remember remember to cut the month out. <laughs> um, Anarchy, um, I like it. So I was. Was you? Yeah. I said I wasn't ideally, but I was like, if you can find an alternative, but we couldn't, so I was like, let's just stop playing off the ideal, let's deal with what's going on, let's go for it. That's my vibe. I phone Savage and said that. Let's go for it, man. Let's just have something locked in. Yeah. Work towards it. Whatever mistakes we make, we'll learn. We move forward off the back of that. Okay. We ain't learning shit from doing nothing, I'll tell you that. That's true. I'll um, look at this anyway. I'll I'll do this as soon as we're done. Yeah. Yesterday was a bit mad still. I came away from the phone a bit because it was just mad. Bro, um, the interaction was... was brother, the, my phone, my phone was going crazy yesterday. My phone was going crazy. The only person I really spoke to yesterday was uh, was Manny, but um, I just want to say to Manny as well, like love and guidance to Manny, man. Like, you know, he's he's um, gone for an unfortunate circumstance, but I just want to big him up. Manny Norte is an absolute G. And I don't know if I ever said this here on the pod, but I was always planning on saying it one day. Um, he... My mum was going to Ghana, yeah? And I think she was going off the back of me because I was saying to her, rah, I went to Ghana, I filmed out there, whatever. Like, um, Accra is so not what you would expect it to be. It's amazing, like, good food, this, that, and the other. Like, and I, like, even, like, a couple of my brothers, I was like, I know we go to Jamaica a lot, but maybe one day we should go to Accra. Like, I was so, so on that, and I still believe that, yeah? So anyway, my mum was like, yeah, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Then she was supposed to go to Toronto, but... Something was going on in Toronto where I think there was like some big festival or something. And you know when they just start hiking up all the hotels and that? Yeah. And my mum's a, a valuable money woman. She's not trying to spend bare dough on a hotel where she knows she could go a couple of weeks later and spend half the pee. So she's like, ah, uh, do you know what? I'm going to cancel the trip and I'm going to go Ghana. So I'm like, yeah, cool. You're, you're going to love it and whatnot. And closer to the time, she's like, she's getting a bit nervous. And I'm saying to her, you don't need to get nervous. I said, you know what? Manny Norte, my brethren, he like goes all of the time. Should speak to him. He'll be able to give you some good advice on where to go, not to, not to go, whatever. So I put them on Facetime. They spoke and then they exchanged numbers or whatever. Every once in a while, <coughs> my mum said to me, <coughs> "My mum said to me, I spoke to Manny today. Like he um told me about this or told me about that. <coughs> he was like super engaging with my mum or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, the day before my mum left." My mum is nervous, by the way, yeah? I could tell that she was nervous. So I, I was speaking to her, she goes to me, oh, I spoke to uh, Manny today, he's booked me a driver for two weeks. What? I said, what? She said, yeah, he, he, um, he booked me a driver for two weeks, the driver's coming to pick me up at the hotel, I mean, from the airport, and like, I got the driver for two weeks. I said, I'm coming off the phone. I said, I'm coming off the phone. I put the phone down, I didn't say, but I put the phone down. I rang Manny, and the first thing he said to me was, I don't want to talk about it. 
He <laughs> said, don't want to talk about it. I just want her to enjoy my country. I said, bro. He goes, I just want her to enjoy my country. If you want to talk about something else, we can talk. If this is the conversation, we'll just talk later. And then he just came off the phone and I said, bro. And and what that trip did for my mum, like, you know, because my mum, my she's a bit naive in a sense that like, I had to remind her sometimes, mum, Going to certain countries, you can't just jump on a central line, you know. It's not yeah, like that. Yeah, it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, crazy you don't outside. just get go to the central line, boom, wait there two minutes, boom, bang. It doesn't necessarily work like that. You can't just go places like that. They don't, you know they don't just know AJ Tracy out there like that. It's crazy. Over there. Yeah, so yeah. You just gotta. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. in a different zone right now. Rada, the man, like, bro, he was just outside, just you know what I mean. But it was paid for all of that, but like. There was a big thing as well as like make sure that he's not begging. He was not begging. He didn't do any of that. Of course, he wasn't going to do that. Um, but my mum was obviously still peeling. She can't believe what's going on. She's just peeling off. Do you get know what I'm saying? Like, like, would you be this outside? Like, yeah, man. Like, like, we'll eat together or whatnot. She FaceTimed me bare time with the with the guy. So I was speaking to him a few times or whatever else. And like that, like, just made that trip so extra special for her. And that. that was because he just decided to do that out of the goodness of his heart, bro. No, and he I'm... decided to do it because he wants to manipulate my Jamaicans to just go Africa. And we're not... <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> no, nah, man. The goal. Nah, you know big up, the big goal. up, man, you know what I'm saying, man. Like, and from a working so... perspective, I'll be honest with you, Chucky, because that just, that just shows how much of a dope person he is offline, like in, in a real life. But online, I have to let people know, yeah, fam, I've seen people be here for five years, DJs yeah. as well, six years, disappear. Manny Norton has been there forever and he's still on top. Mm. And I have to show people the ability to be a nice person and still do kind gestures like that yeah. and still be here and be an integral member. If this is a film, Manny Norton has got a big role to play. Yes, 100%. 100%. And he's got, story, he's got a lot of stories because he's been there. He's got Because he's been there... But I tell him now, now that he's not a capital anymore, I say to him, bro, when you want to pull up, you can pull up, you know, because he used to have to be there, what, 10 to 1 every day. Now he's just doing his thing, just being a bit more free and just like enjoying his life and whatnot. <laughs> I say to him, yo, man, come sit on the couch. Bro, really. That episode that we did when he was here was funny as well. Um, so, yeah, man, big, big up Manny Norte every time, man. Am I bridging that? Am I bridging that? <coughs> um, are you all right there, bro? I'm dying. Crazy, never lazy. <laughs> You're hey, an idiot. Stay away, f- stay away from that thing that I caught, blood. Hey. No, the drink just went on the wrong. Yeah, 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 <coughs> yeah. See, he caught himself there. Just the wrong one. Just the wrong. So what's going on? What's happening now? What's going on outside? Is there? Is there I'm coughing. Huh? <coughs> Should I take a minute? Take a minute, man. <coughs> take a minute. Man. Jesus Christ! I went to cinema. You went to cinema to see what? What's that film with the Irish guy that's in um, Top Boy? Have a look for me. Red something, where they go to this house. It's called Red something. It's a film. Sorry, everyone at home, and for those listening, I am currently. <coughs> <coughs> All right, so there's a film with the Irish actor from Top Boy oh, who appears in it for like three episodes of Top Boy. Um, it's in the cinema right now. Oh, what's the name of the film? I've got names of cinema. Please. Just go to the cinema and see what films are currently out, my guy. That's what I'm doing. <clears throat> and what films are out? Wonka. Nope. 
Nope. Wish. Nope. Nope. Hunger Games. Nope. Nope. Godzilla minus. No. Uh, next door wins. So we're not doing good here. Could you go to? Did you go, but did you go to a boozy cinema though? Yeah, I did. They see it there. So can we go? Because obviously you're just going to in the end. Any chance you can go Leicester Square view and find out what was being shown? Hey, we got to do another one of those again. By the way, that was good. We that was that. a decent. That was yeah, a vibe, innit? Yeah, yeah, that was good. Sushi, we all went cinema. We all went cinema. When, when was this? A couple months ago, innit? Now, that was good, man. That was decent. Sorry, everyone at home. Then you know, what I'm saying this gap is a little bit annoying. I also watched a film on Netflix, something about the end of the world when it was like war. What? Never leave. What? That's not the one we took. Salt burn. Salt burn is what I watched. Everyone at home, all my Rasta, you know, all the Rasta man and them people there, very careful of this film, Salt Burn. Very careful of this film, Salt Burn. I'll never look at it. All I'm going to say, in the final scene, there's a brother just running around naked. <laughs> and you can see everything. What? Cock out. My brother, I said he's running around naked. Crazy, never lazy. And I just said to myself, you know what? Maybe this just ain't the film for me. <laughs> what right at the end so the whole film could have been mad good but as soon oh as, the whole film's as mad soon, as soon as you saw some cock and balls you say this is um, not for me I mean I saw that's just too much for me to see in a film for one and then um, <laughs> really and truly it's just a cock isn't it I don't feel comfortable in this conversation right now uh, really I mean if what, it's an, what an elbow's an elbow and elbows exposed to the world a couple of times in a t-shirt and you know you just see elbows imagine one day I mean oh, I'm gonna go left here now of course no, you know what no I'll let you go I like when people go imagine left. one day we just sexualised an elbow and then all of a sudden you reveal the elbow now in a mat and you get what I'm saying it's just fucking that's basically what it is isn't it yeah you gotta blur out elbows man's ting man's ting's getting hard the girl unveils like she takes out her elbow and then man's ting get hard. That must be what it's like. I mean, imagine, yeah, if you say like a this woman, like an episode of South say Park like right a woman now. and her <laughs> yeah. ass, yeah. Yes. So we certain men like ass from women, yeah, or whatever you, however you like it, right? And for them, it's just a backside, but you're going crazy over this backside. Like, could you imagine? It's just a bit mad, isn't it? I do understand where you're coming from because I did watch some. I mean, it's overly sexualized stuff for no. Like why? Like it's why not, your it's not for no reason though. It's why your no So basically, I watched something about me, uh, media in the 1970s or 1980s where they started to try and do stuff to condition people's mindset. So they said they wanted to have curves in everything that was for women. Okay. So men obsessed curves, obsessed over curves. So any female products or any female advertising, everything was always curvy. And then for guys, it was straight. So then women, okay. you became women became obsessed with having curves to attract men, and the men was more about. Straight on and so on and so forth. So if you watch, I don't know, like a Transformers, straight, yeah, 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 yeah. My Little Mermaid, all rounded Curved. and Barbie and all of that. So there is some uh, manipulation, which I, just, I definitely want out to know, of here, like, when happening a titty into became this. A this is what saying, you know. I'm just, I'm curious to know when a titty became a titty. Well, obviously, when you cover stuff up, you don't see it that often, and then you see it on the rare occasion. It does make you go, oh my god. It could be a friend. I ain't seen you in so long. So when did we get to the cover up <coughs> stage? That's why we need a historian here because I let me tell you something, yeah? I think longer than you, before you, longer than you think. What do you mean? Sex is, sex before marriage was like a whole religious thing back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And so like. Sex before, say, you might not as well say this loud. So anything, anything that was, that could interact with sex 
became a T. No, so that's the, I think it's different. I think they're different stages. Because I don't think that, I think at <coughs> one point, like obviously sex was a, some, an act that they did maybe from the, uh, from the place of um, procreating. But how did they but know? I don't know if it was, um, I don't know if <coughs> it was a, a thing of like, oh my God, she's got big tits. But how did you know? Like, it's like, it's not like at some point people were just naked anyway. They were just all naked. Yeah, but so, no one was born with instructions. Exactly. So how did I know that goes inside there and it makes a you? That's a great one. I've always <sighs> thought that. Who told them that? And like, and how many times did you do it before you realised, wait a minute, mate, I've got a bit of a stomach here. And you're like, oh, maybe you're a bit bloated. And then time passes yes! and it's getting bigger and bigger. And I was going, how did you know there was a human in there? Like, how did you know there was a human yeah. in there and you was like, how did you know this information? Yeah, you know? Why was you not scared? Like, ah, there's something kicking in my stomach. What's that? Why was you just normal by that? Like, I thought it must be a child. Because it had to have happened one time first. It and then someone said, let's just wait the process out. So how did you know it was nine months no, or no, 10 no. months? Actually, it's, apparently it's 10 months the child's inside there. Oh, how did you know it was that period? Of, like, I just want to know how these things happen well, without The baby would have just come out when it just came out. And you could imagine that a lot of women might have died back then. Uh, giving uh, giving birth. I mean, still, you, child like people dying during um, giving birth is still a thing up to this day. But back then, I wonder we wouldn't know what the percentage was. But I, I could imagine a lot of women died back then um, giving birth. But I think what happened more frequently back then. Sorry to cut you. BMN were looking after someone else's picnic. Oh, of course. I mean, look, <laughs> you know what? You know, I've got I got some blasphemous questions on that one but we're not going to do that today do you know what i'm saying you gotta make sure your because genes are strong let me tell you something certain man had a dad all right but anyway <laughs> all right <laughs> don't, 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 don't start me off don't, don't start, start me, me off. off don't start me off right Guys, but yeah but back anyway. to the film though saltburn <laughs> saltburn was one of the most interesting films i've watched it was about some private school that everyone goes to and basically there's this rich kid who has this massive family massive house and a kid goes to live with him and i can tell you it's literally one of the most twisted films i've seen in about three four years was it good though like objectively was it did you find it good for the most did you enjoy it i went with quiche and obviously quiche is open to absolutely everything she's that type of person yeah i was just like i was a little the next day i was like okay it's an interesting watch yeah i will say depending on your moral like where you stand morally might determine what you think of it or what you feel you're meant to think of it I guess maybe oh I'm... that's good then I would watch that it's if definitely it, if something I, if it questions my if it like questions morality. My, mora my morality then I'm on it it's a bit it's a bit twisted and then the other film I think you know I'm speaking about the one on Netflix about the cyber war uh, uh, bro if it's to leave the world alone yeah that one there it you can't be bro that thing is garbage bro are we talking about this the one with the black guy Yes, the one with the black guy and his daughter. My brother, oh, I've my. never been so confused in my whole entire life. Dad. Did you talk about it already? Talked about it with Dan. Oh, didn't forget about it. There's no point talking uh, about it again. Bro. I don't know what was going on. I was so annoyed. And I, I, do you know what? Let me tell you something, yeah, which I did say before, but I'm going to say it again. I am not... Traditionally, a person who's watched loads of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm usually the one around the dinner table that hasn't seen what everyone has seen. I've seen some things, but I ain't seen a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's what I've become. Right. 
if I am sitting there watching something for two and a half hours, I'm gonna be honest with you, I need it to be gripping in certain elements. Yeah, I need it to be. I don't, I'm sick to death of films that are good in the last 10 minutes or watching something where I've spent a two and a half hours watching this thing and it just wasn't even good. Oh. Two and a half hours is a long time. Yes. A long time. And I think it's so cheeky, even though it's subjective, yeah. I think it's so cheeky to put anyone through watching a film for two and a half hours and we don't know Wagwan. For that to be the ending. For that to be the okay. ending. And these times Chandler's not here. Brother, let me tell you something. I got a big bone to pick with Julia Roberts. You know that? Because I like her. So same. I like Julia, pretty woman. Yeah. Like, I can't believe that she, of all people, sat there at the end of that and thought that, like, surely there had to be a budgeting thing or something or the other. What did you get? <sighs> Bruv. You're a good man, you know. Thank you. You're a good man. Because you're one of them individuals <coughs> that knew. Chucky, when he went to <coughs> people's house when he was younger, his mum told him, don't, don't say yes to anything. If they say you want to drink or food, say no. <coughs> so you knew Chucky's used to just being polite and saying you don't want nothing. And look at this. You went and got him a food. Right, cool. And a juice. Well, and you got him a fork. I fucking love you, man. Yeah, thanks, brother. Thanks, you. Where's my food? If you didn't eat, I would have bought And I asked you I don't remember that. Well, you're going to have to take it over from here, brother. I can't lie, you're doing your thing. But Saltburn, people, definitely watch that film, Saltburn. Um, so what, are you trying to do cinema more often these days? I though? think it's important to do cinema more often. I think it's important, especially in the field that we're in, especially for me, creatively. Like, I used to go cinema yes, every week that. and I didn't, and I stopped doing loads of things for the past two years. And then processes in terms of creating, for me, have slowed down or declined. And I'm like, well, then clearly my process has changed. So, you get me? We're back to that processed food and then we'll get back to the previous process Invite as well. Invite me. Invite you, yeah? Yeah, let's see when you do the <clears throat> cinema thing. Yeah. Invite me, bro. I'm, I'm on that. To be fair, I only went with one person the last time. Yeah, so yeah. Like, this time I'm going to do like at least eight people. We all go little vibes again. Yay, come. Shout me. Homo. Um, what else is going on in the world, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Shout know. out Trapstar and Averex. That collab is crazy. The jacket is £1,200. I don't have that to share with you currently, no. but... That, actually, I do, you know. I think I might get it. I can't lie. It's, give me a little discount, you man. Like nine bills or something. Like that. I'm definitely yeah, getting get it. it now. If you say nine bills, I'm on it. All right, one, one bag. One bag. Let's negotiate. One grand, I'll take it now. It's expensive, but some, in some way it feels worth it, though. 100% it's worth it, but I like a discount. Yeah, yeah I, I mean? love a discount. I love so. a discount. I'm Jamaican. I'm sorry, man. So I saw that collaboration. I said, congratulations. And I'm going to go on to a talking point in two seconds. I'm just leading over there by doing congratulations to these guys. So congratulations to Trapstar and everyone that was involved in it. I saw Posty uh, in the advert, which I always Blade. love to see. I saw Blade in the advert, which I love to see. I saw Potter in the advert, which I love mm. to see. So, oh, it's two bags or is that resale? That's resellers. Yeah, here we go. So I'm saying, so you man, allow me, man. I understand I got, qu I got twins. At Christmas, that means I'm buying the same thing twice. That the same so, size. You know what, that's so annoying. Me. Resellers, <clears throat> I mean, I get it. And big you man up because sometimes you don't get onto me for because uh, like a few times I've got onto them. Loud the resellers, them, man. And when I've seen them, they've been like chucks, man. But Loud the like, resellers, man. Everyone's got a hustle, man. Three bag five, five. Yeah, man. Everyone's got a hustle. Do your thing, man. Everyone's got a hustle. Make your money. What, what would you rather them do? Sell drugs? Kill people? Yes. Yeah, me too. But unfortunately, this time round, they're selling clothes. 
Big them up. Also big up a man no, like Clint. Sometimes you're so crack, innit? Big up Clint, because he's just got a BBC job. He can't say that. I can. Big up Clint. Big up Supreme. <laughs> All right, big up Clint and Supreme. I think they're tough. Sold out in 60 seconds. Gone yeah. in 60 seconds. Clint, your thing is absolutely Clint, different. Man. But with that, I would like EA Sports to put a story that I sent you via text on screen. I don't know if Chucky saw it, but we did speak about it, I want to say about two months ago, about a certain individual that owns a brand. Oh, my man. And it's called, uh, is it? Manny de MDV. Now, before I get on to say what I'm going to say, the first thing I'll say is the last time we spoke about this individual, I was going crazy. I've met him, Reese. Great footballer, sensational footballer. I won't lie to you. Embarrassed what, everyone. Recently or just back in the day? I played with him at. Wait, pause. A year ago, we played in a, a game at Old Trafford. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't lie, he ran the game. In the middle of the park, Reese absolutely ran the game. Oh, is it? He's, he's, a, baller. Actually, he's, he's a real He's a baller, he's a baller, he's a baller. Okay, Loved okay, it. Okay. I then got upset, as he would know, because Clint is my guy. I love Clint. I'm sorry, I got love for Clint. I'm always going to have love for Clint. Um, Clint, he had some words to say about Clint. And then he recently... Well, no, 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 no. And I think we should give the backstory properly. So basically what had happened was um, MDV had copied an element of uh, uh, Clint's thing. Yes. Yeah, the Cortez thing. And then I think it became... That became something. And then and instead of him saying my bad... He just tried to... He, he got his back up and then tried to do the numbers thing and... Whatever. Exactly. All right. So, I'm going to grab my phone before I read this next part because I can't actually see it from the angle that I'm sitting at. Okay. What's that? Can you zoom in? You're a good man. I like you. My glasses can zoom in as well. I still want to zoom in from that angle. I saw a tweet <laughs> of him saying, after a meeting this afternoon with the board, regarding comments I made via social media, I will be stepping down as CEO to focus on my personal ventures. Thank you all for your support the last 10 Yes, the question is, what is the comments in which he made? Can yes. we please go to the next page to see the comments he made? Reese said, should I have to say it though? LOL, question mark. The truth is I'm not black enough for black people or white enough for white people. If anybody is a singular race achieved what I did, they'll be worshipped. I can think of many of examples with way less success or longevity. Sure you can too. Slide two or slide three, sorry. We opened the first black-owned store in history on Oxford Street last week and turned 10 years old. Zero press coverage, zero blog posts, zero celebrity support, zero influencer activations. Can you shift the screen slightly to the left as the light is making it difficult for me to read the screen? How can a business clear in a high eight-figure profit annually, open a store on Oxford Street and be failing for fuck's sake? If I'm failing, then Lord help us all. You can't make this shit up. The lack of Basic business intelligence here is insane. Okay, so I broke it down in my mind because I saw it last this. night. He deleted that. He deleted tweets. He did delete tweets. Shout out all the people that delete tweets. Tweet of your chest. The only time you should delete a tweet is if you're offending the dead or offending someone in the situation where you shouldn't. But tweets like that, if that's how you feel, fucking stick with it or keep your yeah, mouth closed. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so what did Poet think about this? Because Poet's always thinking some shit. Poet this time thought, do you know what, Reese? My guy, I think maybe you're just looking at things a little bit weird. Because 
there is truth in what you're saying, but from where you're standing, you're talking about someone else's story. So what is poet speaking about? You spoke about being a black man, Reese. All right, Reese. What does a black man being a black man mean to you? That's the question. Now, a lot of people think being represented by the culture or being represented by black people, but you being black, that's enough. Unfortunately, it's not. Reese, I have to educate you. Black people, when you're born, you're born into a world of being oppressed. Instantly, you're born into a world of oppression. How, don't even ask me how much black people are born in the Western world, not even in their natural environment. So let's take that into account, Reese. All right, cool. You're born into a world, you're being oppressed. So therefore, the role of the black man is a lot more than just be a successful black man. Unfortunately, we have to help the people that are in unfortunate circumstances. So you have to ask yourself, how can you, with the tools that you have and with what you do, how can you help black people? Now, being an example today is just not enough. Mm. Unfortunately, being an example today is not enough. I think, honestly, you have to be an example in an environment where black people are looking. Don't be an example over there. Be an example here. Now, I understand when you're being an example under the principles of being... Um, you know, using principles of black culture is a little bit more difficult than using European principles because we're in England. I'm fully aware of that. But if you want to get the credibility that you actually look for, you're going to have to take the principles of being a Jamaican, the principles of being a Nigerian, a Ghanaian, of actually being a black man within them countries. And if you're able to implement it over here and be successful, then you can be Dave. Mm. Then you can be Posty. Then you can be Raheem Sterling. You just have to implement the same principles of the country in which that you represent. Now, unfortunately, Reese, for you, I don't know fully, but from what I see, people have come up to me and say, you don't even have black models in your shoots. People are saying to me, you're ripping off designs from younger black individuals that actually represent the culture like Clint. People are saying things to me like your brand alone, the marketing and so on and so forth is clearly more for the European demograph than it is for the black person per se. It absolutely is. So if that's the case, that's a decision you've made, Reese. You've decided to do that. And off the back of it, you're a successful man. I want to <coughs> say congratulations to you because it's very difficult for you to make brands and be successful. All the things that you've done, you fucking do deserve a pat on the back. Well They've done, my bro. Have you smashed it? You've absolutely smashed it. But you've smashed it in a way where in which not black people can't see you right facts we can't see you and i think because of the decisions that you've made to make your brand the way it is and market it the way you do you have to accept the repercussions of those actions you can't be upset with us lot for not looking at something that is not in our environment i see clint's designs i see cortez everywhere i go because the, the, the marketing, the branding, everything epitomizes an individual from his neck of, neck of the woods who's probably going to be black, let's be honest, um, uh, epitomizes it in terms of the way he markets it. And the clothes actually look like things that people are wearing in his environment. Therefore, he is directly creating a product for his environment. He's making a service. Chucky. He does an R&B event. R&B event is for a, it was created by, I reckon, black people in the United States. We connected to that. He's made a, 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 such a sick event. He is now at BBC One Extra doing the same thing, but on you know for the services online now. That is pretty much a genre of music for black people, so to speak, created by black people. So therefore, if you're an integral member within that community, black people can see you. Reese, you have to accept the role that you've taken 
in the in the brand that you've created, you will not be in front of black people's face. But will you be a successful black man? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will have you made a lot of money? Yes. So the question is, when are you going to change to get go. the response that you if want? If you want to. If you want to. If you want to. But you cannot have the uh, the arrogance of, I'm just going to be a successful black man and all of us should look at you. That's fucking unfair, my brother. Sorry for my language. That's bloody unfair. You either play by the principles, just like everybody else and get the praise, or shut up. Because you're a successful man. You're great at football. You embarrassed all of us. You're, you've got so much great things going for you. Why don't you focus on what's happening rather than what's not? Oh, that is super, super facts. You know, when I when I first came across Sorry for that brand, long tangent. No, 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 perfectly put. When I first came, because I've been buying stuff from them from so, the time. Sorry, I was just going to say, this today. He just read that, didn't he? It made you laugh. After a meeting in the morning, meaning me. Oh, after a meeting this morning with the board, meaning me, I am re, re reinstating myself as CEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Focusing on the... Um, further other fathomable levels for... Another 10 years. Thanks, uh, media, for swiftly covering him. yesterday's announce, announcement. Iconic, it's sad. The support isn't... I'm confused yeah. with this guy. He, it just, just seems like a tension He's just trolling, Sorry. yeah, he's just trolling. But, like, so I've bought, I've bought a fair amount of stuff um, from that brand here because oh, I like yeah yeah okay. but from early on I, bro I had no idea who was behind it hmm. I didn't know it, I thought it was a I thought it was probably um, some Don in France or some shit like that okay. that was I just thought I didn't the know I, the I, name I, gives that away yeah the name exactly I didn't know that it was I just saw some jeans or whatever I thought oh, I bought some jeans I thought oh these are alright still and then like every once in a while I would buy them I had no idea that the dude, firstly, the dude who was behind this lived in England. In Manny. Yeah. Didn't know he was a mixed race don or anything like that. Yeah. This was like one of those brands where, weirdly enough, like I usually only buy stuff really that feels like it's, it aligns with me and what I'm into and whatever. It was just one of those brands that I kind of bought into that didn't feel like it aligned with me at all. It was just like something that I just saw, thought it was all right, the materials and stuff was pretty good and whatnot. But that is a lot down to their marketing, bro. Like I did, again, back to the point, I didn't know who this Don was. I didn't know who, it's only later on down the line, um, maybe someone had mentioned, maybe one of you lot, I can't even remember who it was. It was like, oh, I used to play football. Like it was a football. Yeah, yeah, and then man. again, if I'm being honest with you, in my mind, I thought, oh, maybe it's just a white Don. That were that got a little bit of money playing football and whatever and started to create something on the other. It's the way that he that brand has positioned itself, um, in which has given me the outlook on what that brand actually is. Yeah, and that is from somebody who has purchased stuff from that brand. I've not. So you're you're an individual that is a consumer, a consumer. of the product. And you didn't. For but one I'm just like, second, oh, them, I'm like, whatever that is is an over. It's there over thing. there type of thing. You didn't even feel like you were supporting your own for a second. No, no way. No way, bro. No way. And you can't... And Chucky, am I wrong in saying if that's the case from a consumer, he has to blame himself? Yeah. That's a him thing. It has to be a him thing. That's a him thing. That's not a... I, I don't know, man. I think... I think there's words that he's used in that that you can apply in different circumstances, yeah? Not being black enough, not being white enough, whatever. I think that this one here, I think he's personally applied... This, the, the words and the sentences in the wrong perspective as far as I'm concerned. For me? For me. I think he has a white mum. Oh, come on, man. No, no, no. You know what the killer is, yeah? When I say this, because we're a minority, 
instantly I'm being offensive. If we was a majority and white people were the minority, that comment would make so much more sense to you. Let me show you why I say it. Go on. Traditionally, back in the day, white black man just leave their you. Right? Mm. So if you leave your you being brought up by a white mum, you now have the child that has the skin complexion of me, but the mentality occasionally of a white man. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Yeah. But I'm saying that's how you have this outcome, where you think being black is enough because oh, yeah. you don't you have to, the context of what you're going through or what, like, how is no disrespect, but how is a white mum going to talk to a black boy about the differences and the difficulties about being a black man? Well, Do you understand she, where I'm coming from? Arg so, argument being, argument that's being. Just my, that's just my perspective. Argument being is that Go the on. white mum can put the son in spaces for that child to be enlightened. For she, example, she can. So for like example, just one example here is Akala's mum. Akala's mum put them in spaces. They're a bit different them, though. I they're know in they London. are, but I'm just giving they're one. In, I know, no, but I they're know, in London. I'm, but I'm, I'm giving, huh? They're in London. London is 41, 49%. I hear, but I'm still just, it's, it's still a possibility. Situation's it's still a possibility though. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Shoot, I'm just saying true. that like, you know, all, all you need to do essentially is put that child in spaces for them to be enlightened a little bit more. And in that, you will realize that it's not just enough to just say, well, you I'm know what, boy. I'm doing, yeah, like my dad, my dad is black, I'm a black guy, and I'm just doing this. If you are, if you are not necessarily being seen in a space at all, then of course, no one's gonna look and see you. It, li it literally looks like they are marketing themselves do you know what? Okay, I, I'm trying to say this in a in a non-offensive way, and I hope that that this is not taken in any type of way. Yeah, yeah. but let's say like for example, um, the, there's an event called the Hangout, which I used to play at a bit, yeah, yeah, before, and like it's a it's a sick place, it's a good space for like Hangout good dog. music or whatever. But they did look like they were marketing themselves more to. They a, do a different, sp a, yeah, which wasn't do, our thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not like saying? the hood. It's not the. But it's not the random. The, the the difference being is that That's their foundation. Their, yeah, exactly. It's not their foundation. Where it's different for them is that their foundation was a bit different. So it's like I would still always look at their man and say their man were are us man. Of course, because of where this thing started and they've just gone off and it's just branched off into something else. However, if it had started in the place that it almost is now. There's a good possibility. I would have no idea that these men came from where we came from. These guys are just doing a uh, something compl something completely different. So I wouldn't necessarily. It doesn't take away from the fact that maybe it's a black-owned thing. But you can't be mad at the fact that like I don't know if this is where you've started and you're over here and that's their thing. I wouldn't know. It it's almost like saying it's almost like saying you know what. Like, let's say, for example, Sugar Hut in Gantz Hill yeah. was black owned. You would never if know. I found out that that was black owned, I wouldn't know because the way that that thing is marketed is Joey Essex and them man and whatever else. So Why now you can't be shouting me? at me. You can't be shouting at me talking about, well, I'm not black enough and I'm not white enough and I'm not. I'm like, big man. Yeah. This, is, this, is, this is what I mean. This Chucky. is um, Sugar Hut in Gantz Hill. I don't know. This is only ways Essex. Right then. It's not only ways black people. Strong. Look, I will say to you that guy that made a joke about Nella Rose. On in on um social media, did you see it? The mixed race guy that done the, that done an imitation no. oh, of yeah, Nella Rose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I said after watching the first video, do you know what I said? His mum's white, and I got a fet. Everyone went mad at me. Guess what he said in the second video? His mum's white. I can just sometimes I can tell. I could be wrong in this situation, by the way. There's nothing to say that I'm right. There's nothing to say that I'm right. But I'm just saying I notice certain uh, consistencies. 
Well, the negative amongst cons- individuals the, the negative that cons- don't have sorry to sorry, cut sorry, you, Chucky, sorry, sorry. that don't have enough exposure to black culture from a young age, their perspective on it is so. I am black. Give me the advantages of being black, but don't give me the disadvantages. I'm saying if you're black, you gotta take it all. The advantages, <laughs> the disadvantages, the things that go well, everything. You have to take it all. You can't just take the things that seem right for you. Yeah. That doesn't feel right to me. The negative, co- sorry, yeah, you can. Give me one second. I think the negative connotation though, in, in the way that it's framed, yeah. is that it could come across as though being a white mother, I'm not saying that you're saying this, but this is just the way that it could no, be framed, is that like, they automatically they can't do the right thing for the yes, child in regards to in light enlightening them, which they can do. You know? And I, I, I apologize. I'm not trying yeah. to sound like that. Yeah. You're right. It fully sounds like that. But <laughs> nine times out of ten, not joking. But it does obviously. I mean, that's yeah, just, the law of averages. You it's could be just right, gonna so. be like especially depending on the areas that you live in, um, and the yeah the community that I guess you're, you've grown up in, isn't it? It has a lot to play. It just when I say it plays so much of a role. If I start playing Beres Hammond to you and you're Jamaican and you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to be like, raw. Like, I'm not saying you have to know everything. I don't know everything about Jamaica. But there are just certain situations where you might have banana porridge. You might have ackee and saltfish. And you're just like, yeah, I remember doing that. If I can't relate to you on that level, that means we had two different foundations. But if you do two have different two outcomes. black parents, though, and your um, community is incredibly white, the child could, or let's say, yeah, let's just say it in that sense. It's like, remember, a village raises a child too. So <laughs> even though you have these things at home, when you're outside, your perspective of what is cool is what is showing to you out there. And normal, for, I think for a lot of people, <coughs> they just find themselves wanting to be a part of that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I know, because I, I grew up in Ferry Lane, but I went to like a middle-class primary school. Mid- they tried to, like from a young age, tried to put me in this sort of, but because my foundation and I looked up to my family so much, I proper looked at my family like, oh my God, you lot are incredible. No matter how much I was over on a side where I'm having lunches with a guy called Daniel and doing stuff like that, yeah. it didn't matter. I'm going to have lunches with Daniel and I'm talking about Sizzler. Yeah, I hear Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah. Daniel Charnock, shout out Daniel Charnock. I don't know what you're doing, but I know you're doing your thing. But like those are the type of people I was around in primary school, but it couldn't shift me from saying Jermaine. Shout out Jermaine Edmonton right now. Well, go on, Jermaine. Big up, Jermaine. Because that was just, yeah. But you're right, Chucky. I shouldn't um, just say it's going to be, if that's the case, that's the outcome. But yeah. sometimes when that is the outcome, that's the, pr- that I look at that as potentially being the, Yeah. very rarely is it the other way around. I hear it. Or is it? Um, I was going to say, um, like, when it comes to, like, brand identity, I was reading um, Phil Knight, the guy who started Knight. Yeah. yeah, I read that book, actually. Really good. Yeah, it's good. super sick. Mm. It's super sick. sick. Okay. Um, and what I, one of the things that I took from it, one of the things he said, was that, like, when he started Nike, he wanted, because he was selling shoes before, mm. when he started Nike, he wanted to sell the idea of running his freedom. Yes. So there is a brand, there's like a, there's like oh, a foundational cold. brand identity, same as what Cortez is, and, all, and like Trapstar, and all these brands. 100%. There's a, there's, a, there's a thing that people, not necessarily like, they believe in it. They believe in the idea or the concept that you are trying to put across. With MDV, there was never a brand. That, same as you, like, I was buying stuff in uni, but I didn't know what the brand was about. I, I considered 100%. it like a H&M or a 
Yeah, like a bet, like a better version yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. like a hit, like, like, like I'm going yeah. to shop Uniqlo. Like, I don't, I don't know their brand identity. I just, I, I like the clothes. Do you know what it is? I break it down in two different ways for me. I always, when I used to get clothes, I used to go, are we going to go do culture shopping or city shopping? Okay. And when I say city shopping, I'm going to go Top Man, I'm going to go Zara, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do all of that. I'm going to do cultural <laughs> shopping now. I might go Supreme. Yeah. I might go, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they are representative of culture, but it just means that when I look within my culture, yeah. these are the brands that man was rating, the Echo tracksuits. And so I'm always, that's what that is. But MDV, Academic. no disrespect, I can't put MDV next to Academics and yeah. MDV next to Averex and no MDV way. next to Trapstar. It's not because, and, and he believes that I can because they're black. And I'm like, no, 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 no that just doesn't work. It doesn't work. The owner of H&M might be black. Imagine he was black. There's not one, for one second he goes, you lot should be supporting my thing. He recognises the way he markets his brand, like we've all been saying, and realises this is just not for... Predominantly for them, do you know where I'm coming from? And so. it could change that. Could he change could, that. he could, he could change that perspective if he wants to, or that perception if he wants to. Yeah. And I think as well, like one of the ways in doing that is, you know what? You see that situation there, for example, with the Clinton. Mm-hmm. You don't get your back up in doing that. You don't do that. You reach out and you have a conversation with man because ultimately, you know what? You're, you're both businessmen. You're yeah. doing things from a from a different perspective, but you're both businessmen who are selling clothes. Yeah, and I think that like even though one is selling more culture, like have a conversation and reach out. I think that those I always find it really powerful later on down the line when you hear about those meetups. Those you know what though there was a, a a little bit of a gray area between the two, but they sat down and ironed it out and had a conversation about it because it could be good for the both of you. Going on the internet and then trying to act like your brand didn't do what it did and then just trying to throw a numbers trying to throw numbers out there stinks because you know what it is it's like now what you're doing is you are throwing this to people who do not care about that element of it you that your your argument is a top shop argument that's you you have yeah. that argument with them lot. Yeah, exactly. We don't care about this, that, and the fourth. The man like, them, you're nah. having a Taylor Swift argument. I can't argue with Taylor nah. Swift. 1.5 million souls in a week. No. Nah. But I just know all the houses I go to ain't playing Taylor Swift. No. Nah. Best analogy, Giroud is France's top scorer. Brother. Giroud is France's top That's the best analogy. That's funny. That's great. That's also But crazy. you know what? On the flip side of that, especially from objectively... Big him up. Big, yeah. like, no, no, Big him no. Up, but bro. we said that. Yeah, Big course. him up, Big brother. Him up. Not everyone's doing that. this. And it looks clean. Eight figures. It looks clean. Not okay. seven figures. No. He said, I'm cleaning eight figures, yeah. my brother. Yeah. High eight figures. He's up. He's up, bro. He's, up. He's, he's definitely up. up. But like I said, for him to be warned, because he used to play football, for him to be warned of a man that the first time he sold me something, he met me in Camden. Mm. He met me in Camden. He had the tracksuit bottoms and the T-shirt in his bag. He phoned me and cussed me because I didn't answer the phone. Was rude to me because I was rude, basically. I just met this guy. I said, Clint, I love you, bro. Like, you are yeah, lit. Yeah. Like, you're a hustler. Yeah. You can't be arguing with that guy. You had a, you had an element of privilege when you came into the scene. Yeah. I'm telling you, Clint didn't. Yeah. So I'm always going to have a little bit of respect for that guy of that was course. hustling like that. I fucking rate him. And I rate Reese as well. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. Clean 10 figures. Yeah, clean. Come on, rate that, up. man. These things up. And the quality is good still. So start thinking um, about what you do have and stop focusing on what you don't have. Right. you don't have, you don't have it. But what you do have, some of us don't have. Yeah, exactly. Go on, Reese, man. Do your Clean thing. did say he was going to come on the couch one time, though. Why? Is it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're an Egypt. <laughs> okay, oh, also, did you see the I cheeky tweet he gave to Reese? Who? Did you see the cheeky tweet he gave to Reese? 
that I said it. It was so funny. But he don't he don't do much. He doesn't really do the much conversation or whatever. But anytime I say I say to him, bro, like he he always makes a note of like, yeah, don't worry. But I'm like, don't you don't need to say that to man. Like when you're ready, you, can... you know where the couch is, bro. And do you know what you... I like about Clint? Because sometimes I see what people have to say. I've known this boy for a little while. I'm never gonna claim to know him very very well. I'm bit. The consistency in the greeting this guy gives me every time he sees me, no, even respectful. if I don't see him or what have you, bro. Yeah. The respect level is high, Proper. bro. I got mad. Listen, I just got mad love for him. I can't lie. Yeah, big him up. New Shout whip. out Ellis and Dre New as whips well. And that. Ellis and Dre, I love you, love. And I always will. What did he say now? Where is it? Damn it. He looks like he's having it. Him and his that blood, that Ross Clark toothpick boy. He's so funny, bro. He's so funny. It was something along the lines of. Um, this is super sick. When he said by any means necessary, but he, he said it in 2015. Oh, man. I didn't even notice that. He's got the Supreme bag, 2015. By any means necessary, and now it's happening. He's a rude boy. Come on, rate his ting, man. Rate his ting. Basically, Reese was like, I've got no support, whatever. And then he'd done a quote to it of like, well done, my nigga. Is that what he said, yeah? <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> oh, Clint I is a hate G, Clint, bro. man. I hate him. He's a G, bro. I just love that, man. He is a G. He, what he, what's happening for him is supposed to happen. Like, Do you know what I'm saying? It's supposed to happen, bro. Just like Chucky. What's happening for you, Chucky? Uh, it's supposed. Chucky, I can't lie. It makes me so happy what's happening for we you. Give tanks, man. Sorry to keep going back to it, but it makes me. We'll it's so overdue, bro. You know, like when you're sitting down, like, when is someone gonna get that real respect and appreciation they deserve for their achievements? <laughs> is it, there it is. <laughs> hey, I'm proud of you, nigga. <laughs> First black, whatever. <laughs> hey, <laughs> proud of you, nigga. That's, he's a joker. Uh, what is any howlers or are we leaving howlers now? Because the next episode, by the way, is me, you, and Dan. Yeah, wrap up team. <sighs> that should be a vibes. Why would I? Oh, what time is it? There's not much happening in my life. It's a flat. Thanks for the food, bro. That definitely. Was it good? Yeah. Yeah. What what one was that? It is silence the doubters. Go on. It's silence the doubters. Wait, is that what the thing you were talking about before? Yeah, jerk inside. That, eh? that was not nowhere near jerk, bro. No, it's called jerk in south, but I'm not saying it was jerk. Chicken. Jerk in south. No, no, just the description wasn't oh. jerk chicken. They weren't trying to do it. No, no, oh, no, no, no. That was alright still. See, well, waggers as well. That wasn't Waggers? Nah, Lorenzo Cuisine. Lorenzo. Oh. I don't trust Lorenzo. Do you know what? I'm not even going to lie. Is it good? It was Dees. Come on. It was Dees, Dees. It was Dees. Is that a local restaurant or is it a chain? No, no, no. They're, they're, they're Filipino. Like, they're independent, but they got a kitchen in Northampton. Is it? They're big them up then. Yeah, What's no. the name, Lorenzo? Lorenzo. I put it on screen. Yeah, big up Lorenzo, man. You said Lorenzo. Done his thing. I like that name as well, you know. Do you know name I don't like? Go on. Adam 22. Oh my God. What, now, 22 gone, wood for his gal? From 22 different brothers. I'm telling you. Now, do you know what? Whatever goes on in the decency of people's homes, I've decided to have a fresher approach to it. I'm not interested. <laughs> Neither am I. Unless you're doing Diddy stuff, I'm genuinely not interested, bro. I don't care, fam. Like, if you want people to beat out your gal and she's happy with it and you're happy with it, do you know what? Do your thing, Adam22. But one thing I don't like, Adam22, is you have a platform called No Jumper. Now, your friend Crip Do you know what the Mac, maddest thing is? I see the man chopping his gal with a jumper on. That is the mad irony. Do you know what? Then this whole thing's a lie. 
This whole thing's a lie. Crip Mac, an individual that is consistently on his channel, definitely pulls in a whole heap of views for him and makes major contributions in his uh, multi-million pound business that he has. And congratulations to him. Is currently on trial. I'm not quite sure what for. Oh, I know about this. And this young man, Alan 22, won't even attempt to help his brethren, excuse me, whilst he's on trial, because as far as he's concerned, he's got work. Stinks. And he doesn't miss interviews for nothing. Chucky, Stinks. for me, this is a howler. What do you believe? Absolute stinker. Uh, that his attitude was so poor. I heard that. His attitude was so poor. So his, his mate is fighting for his life. Yeah. And all you need is, all he needs from you is a couple of hours out of your day. After the man's come there and like been a big asset to his child. A couple of hours. I just think that is absolute insanity. I what, think it's insanity. What was mad to me is WAC 100 don't even like him. And WAC 100 was like, my guy. Yeah. I don't even like Crip Mac. But what you're saying is crazy. Bonkers. You have to go and help your friend. So again, people at home, I want to tell yourself, before you align with something that you know doesn't feel right, but they pay you, remember that, <laughs> that you're the enemy guy. Don't be aligned with something that pays you well and makes you feel like you're some type of slave to what they say. Because then you're Crip Mac. And Adam Tully too, let's be right here. He's not an employer. He's a boss. He does what he does. His thing is this is hundred percent. This is his thing. So if he's got a diary full of things to do, he can shift the diary. It's his diary. It's his diary. Like really, his diary. Some people call this is my diary. It's your diary no. shared. Like people tell you what to do. Yeah, exactly. This is his, his diary. diary. Yeah, I just think that is mad. I think that is mad. I so think that is crazy. Crazy. What you want to do with your gal is crazy. But you know what? If that's what you want to do, you gotta do your thing, my chargy. But a person that's helped you monopolize build your business give yeah. you credibility probably made you even feel safe when you're saying certain things because he's a real gang member yeah, he's a real gang member still all of a sudden now that gang member's in a bit of problems and you don't want to help him no he gets away with murder sometimes i can't even lie. all because he has money stop letting people get away with murder because they have money yeah, money is one of the most nice. evil things in the world if used incorrectly and it's being used incorrectly because people are paying to go to comedy shows and lying to comedians when they're sitting on the front row. The question is, Poet, what are you speaking about? I want everyone to please give me one minute, 19 seconds of your time and just listen to this wonderful clip. And Chucky, this is to let you know, I'm not sitting front row at any comedy shows. No way. And no way am I settling down. My niggas, I'm telling you again, at the end of the year, settle up. Settle up. Are your girl at home? Why you want to bring her to the show? She got to work later. Nigga, how later? It's going to be 9 p.m. What she do? Call her right now on FaceTime. <laughs> keep watching the screen because some of the things, unfortunately, you might not be able to hear. But there is text on the screen. It's all shit. That nigga called her back. Why she calling you regular? Like you just FaceTimed her. She gonna be like, what, babe? I was asleep. 
Let's see, let's see. Okay. Oh, it's about okay. to get bad. She like she at the store, twin. That don't look like work. <laughs> Hold on, we finna talk. Yeah, do she look like she at work, y'all? Um, you gotta work tonight? No, I'm off. Oh. Oh. My brothers, now listen. Oh, hey, I love comedians, bro. I swear. Listen, bro. before you go to a comedy show, make sure you're in a secure relationship. Make sure you're in a secure job and make sure everything about your life at that night, maybe tomorrow it can become a little bit crazy, but make sure it's secure. Definitely go, don't go there if you're insecure <laughs> because that situation there is crazy. I'm not even secure enough in myself to go to a comedy show, tell the bloody comedian that my no, missus no is not working for her, only for them to FaceTime her and for her to go, I've got the night off. No, no way. It doesn't matter what comeback you have. It's not strong enough. <laughs> Hey, let me tell you something. I, 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 there's no way. We talked about it before as well, yeah. There is no way I'm sitting front row at a Kane Brown show. There is no, no way. way. This Don is way too quick with it. Brother, Kane Brown's mind lets me know he don't, he, don't, is, he don't smoke weed. Huh? He don't smoke weed. Nah. Your mind can't work that fast unless you smoke weed, unless you're Snoop Dogg. <laughs> what did he say? What was, let me see this one. He yeah. asked... What? what do you think? I mean, I was fucking get with him, mate. Wait, wait, one second. I think about death. Actually. Yo, we gotta pause after that, man. That's no nuts. Way it's That's crazy. nuts. That's pause after that. Um, <laughs> also, people, some useful information that I found out, and I might be the last person to the party, but I don't believe that I'm the last person to the party by myself. I think there's a few of us in this party. So for the people that are in this party, this information's for you. For the other people that be like, oh, I knew that my whole life. Shut up. Unknown call, and no ID. Unknown. Do we know the difference? Unknown call and no ID. Unknown call and no ID. Do we know the difference? No. Do we believe there's a difference? So when we see there ain't a no caller ID and we see unknown, what's the difference? When you see no caller ID, that person exists within your phone. It's just that they've chosen on this occasion to not let you know who they are. Unknown doesn't exist within your phone. So the next time you see no caller ID, try no, you know that person, they just press 141. I'm on to all of you. You what? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, now you do. Say that again, sir? I'll repeat for the people like you, because it seems like you've been pranked a few times. If you get pranked, because I've been getting a lot of it recently, so I decided to do some research. You have no caller ID and you have unknown. Unknown does not exist in your phone. That means it's unknown to your phone. Your phone is not aware of who this person is. No caller ID means your phone has this person's ID, but they don't want you to know, know that it's it. them. Crazy. But police comes with no caller ID. 
Yeah, because the... yeah. Wait, hold on a minute. Yeah, hold the police are in your phone though. Hold on a minute. When you press nine nine nine, it tells you emergency services. You don't have it saved. They're saved instantly. They let you know who they are. Oh, okay. Well, I got a question for you. Uh, are you snitching? <laughs> what do you mean about the first? Oh. That, was the first that was his first example. That's your first example, Cassie. Who, what's going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah of course, yeah, it's yeah, gone yeah. from police to ambulance. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're stuttering, yeah, man. Now, just, all right, just, Joe. Yeah, it's just yeah. Oh, yeah. Fire brigade. Ambulance. Yeah, ambulance. Why police? Hmm. Sound like a snitch to me, but yeah, you know what? <laughs> Gunner and offset are friends now, so who am I? Yeah, do you hear it? See it there? I wouldn't be working here if I was a snitch. Uh, it's all right, man. Anyway, do you do, do a bit for the community, bro? Something. Yeah, Watch what you say, because I don't know what you're trying to insinuate right now. Uh, I'm not involved. Anyway, you're not involved in anything, man. T- t- tell. Tell him what? Man, you're a civilian. You're a civilian. Yeah, tell. but you're a civilian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell, bro. Can I let you know? I'm not him. a civilian. It was him. I'm, I'm a whole... proud civilian. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm not gonna lie. I've got, I've got. It's it. It was him in me. I don't know. Have I've you? Got, I've got one of them in me. I don't know. I've got one of them in me. That's well, why I'm him. so bitter. You know what? I haven't got. It, it was him in me. So I've then sometimes one. I'm looking at them. them. Yeah, it was him. You like that? I got one of them. I'm looking at the person like fucking say. If you don't, I'm gonna be angry every single day for the rest of this it year. It depends on the context, doesn't it? Like. You know what, Ra, mm. you know this man burgled my mat, got this woman's yard and whatnot, took a sentimental thing, whatnot. These times I've seen him go in the yard and he's taken a sentimental ring. My man's dead and that, and you get what I'm saying? Was him. See, that's good. I, I got one of them. I think it was him, mate. The one with the crown. The one with the bulls yeah, on, this the bulls on the top. Bulls on the top and the hair at the sides. It was him. Do you know what I've got in me? Well, that's that's the black man. Give me, give me the right context and it was him. Was I snitch on a black man? You're making it seem like the black man can't do no wrong. Of course we can snitch on a black Listen, man if he does no wrong. Give me the right context. Yeah, yeah. I'm a civilian. Oh my God, it was th- it was both of them. It was all of them. It was both of them. <laughs> That's it different. It was all of them. That's different. Assault, nah. I mean, <laughs> nah, I ain't, I ain't got one of them in me. I'm not gonna lie. The wording, assault, I just yeah. look at it like I'll put on chips If it was it. like a nah. fish fight, I ain't got one of them in yeah, yeah. Who hit who first? I can't remember. Gives I'm not going to lie. You hit a woman, I got one of them of me. I got one of them. I got one of them. If I see a man... If you hit a woman, woman that's, I can't lie to you. That's a, I've got to be like, yo, big man, <laughs> you can't police the response here. Whatever happens, you got to accept that. So, But do you know what? It's got to be a thing of like, did you like? Did you see... What colour was the jacket? <laughs> <laughs> This is the man on your airways, by the way. <laughs> what colour was the jacket? Hey, but let me tell you something, yeah. Go on. <coughs> Big and serious, though. Big and serious. And this is nothing to be proud of at all. I'm not saying this as anything to be proud of. But in my productive day, in my unproductive days, I wouldn't have said a soul about anything. But you know why, though? Because I knew what I was doing. It's our upbringing, though. Yeah. It's our upbringing, fam. Let's be honest with you. I remember one time... There was a situation that happened in Ferry Lane Estate, which was very, very, very bad. Um, the people have been taken in now. Everything's happened now, what have you. But it was happened early in the morning. I won't say what it was. It was a very bad situation. And me, as an 11-year-old kid with my mate, we were privy to it. We saw some of it and we just carried on with our lives. And then, and then when you come back to the estate, you've heard, oh my God, it must have been what we saw. 
So when we saw the police and the police were like, did you see anything? I'm looking at them like, <laughs> I mean, I want to tell you, <laughs> but you see if you come back to my yard, yeah. it's crazy. And then you're taking my dad. It's just all a bit much. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what? And your I saw already been taken before. Brother, I'm yeah. like, I didn't see nothing. But, but they found the people anyway and so on and so forth. Yeah. So it all happened, what happened. But it is a conflicting situation. Because Very conflicting. But yeah, them times there, unproductive days, uh, look, I'm Ray Charles to the team. Today, I'm a civilian. I'm not saying I've got, I ain't saying it's going to be flying out, but I've got one. I'll yeah. tell you that. I've got one. I've definitely got one in me. Catch me on a great day. Catch me on a great day. I'll tell you the socks. I'll tell you the colour of the socks. Yeah? Get me on a good day. But context. There was a, fa- oh, because there was a family, yeah? I used to go on primp and proper. And obviously, shout out my dad, RIP, upstairs with Tupac right now doing his thing. Mm-hmm. He was just rebellious. So he'd come out, play his music loud, Rustaman thing, all the Jaja City, Jaja, all of this. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes people would be like, oh, Ganja and all of this is too much. One time that family's dad wasn't around for a little while. Right. What happened to Papa? We got caught sniffing in the kitchen. Oh, wow. Daddy had to disappear for a little while. Oh, strongly. Come on, it felt right. Because you was out here judging my dad. Yeah. But he was on road whilst your dad was in the recovery centre. Okay. It just didn't feel right. Rehabbing. Oh, that was after prison. Oh, we're serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big and serious. So it's just funny how you judge the upfront person, but the evasive individual gets the blight. I'll just tell you this now as just a sign off, yeah. I could, I could date a policewoman still. Nah, you stop that. Stop I that. I could, but I'll tell you stop what I that. couldn't date. I'll Go tell on. you one thing I definitely couldn't date. Yeah. A bailiff. I couldn't date Jammer, but shout out Jammer, because Jammer and Mastiempo went crazy the other day. Is that Jammer Day? Yeah? That is Jammer Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jammer's out here. Mastiempo, like, hey. Hey, hey, let me take, hey, hey pass me that. You live on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, we have to be careful because yeah. the last... The last time this one turned out, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey Jammer is out here looking rich, though. Yes, and, and it we, makes uh, me happy. And we respect it still, yeah. But we respect, yeah. like, honest, big and big and big respect to you, bro, because you deserve it. You yes. definitely deserve it, bro. Like it's re- very good. To, I saw you at um at uh, JME's thing. And there was a different glow with you, bro. And I just like, there's something with him. You know where I come from you and I've seen this from a long time. So it's very good to see this happen with you, bro. And long may that continue, my G. Yeah? Thank you, Chuck. Oh, hey, do you know the... You, I, Go on. I see you with the R&B, you're going crazy. Yeah, man. Yes. Hey, the couch is still available for you, though. Anytime you want to come and sit down with the man, them and reason, yeah? Whenever you're ready. New Year, we've got a lot to talk about. Let's get it. New Year, man. January, let's, let's sit down. All right, say no, mama. Pass it back to the yeah? Hey, Jamma, you're not available in five minutes. No homo. Yeah, I'm about. All right, I'm going to face something as soon as I leave here, then. Uh, you got a thing tonight, innit? Have you? Have I? Who told you that? Yeah, just shout me after, man. <laughs> 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 hey. All right, cool. All right, listen. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.